to the Money Mentors Podcast. Here with your Money Mentors, I'm Jennifer Perry, and this podcast is for you. So if you have a retirement question you'd like us to address, reach out to us online anytime at matsonfinancial.com. Do you happen to remember the price tag for your very first car? And then what was that car? 1963 push button Dodge Dart inline six four door for $193. Wow. Uh, Mine what? was a- 193 Is that $193. Oh, well, inflation, because when I bought my sister's Toyota Corolla that had been to California and back several times, I paid $400 for it. 400 bucks. <laughs> and I, I, oh. think I, I think I got a year out of it before it died, uh-huh. but uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, here's another one. Give you another tip of that. So I get this car, and it was from an estate sale. And uh, my brother drove it for a year, and then I turned 16, and he bought something else, and my dad bought it from him. My parents always gave us our first car. They, that was kind of a cool thing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like the color of it, so I took it to Earl Scheid's, and it, for $99, I had it repainted a different color. <laughs> a whole car painted for $99. Oh, wow. No ups, no extras, Earl Scheid's. That is crazy. And uh, you know, look today, though, the new average price for a brand new car is top $45,000 for the first time, according to Kelly Blue Book. Used cars are also going for a premium price right now, too. And it's no secret that these chip shortages we've been talking about here on the show are driving those prices a lot higher. But auto industry analyst Ed Kim tells CBS News. It's absolutely nuts right now if you want to buy a new car. I would say you're pretty lucky if you're just paying MSRP. And uh, there are a good chunk of people who are paying well over stickers. And if prices have climbed this much just since you guys were teenagers, I mean, imagine what we could be paying even just 10 or 20 years from now. I've said it time and time again that you have to plan for your future of what type of lifestyle that you intend to hold, what you want for you, what you want for your spouse. Let's say, for example, my wife and I are 65 and we live a long time and then I'm gone and now she's left behind And the average statistics of this is that the spouse will live two years or 12 years or more. I mean, that's a big difference. Mm -hmm. If my spouse lives 12 years or more, what's that look like in cost of inflation, all those type of things? My mom's turning 98 this February, and she said, I can't afford to have a housekeeper come in three times a month. And I'm going, Mom, you've got all this money in the bank. Oh, well, that's true, but I think the bank made an error. <laughs> I go, Mom, they didn't make an error. It's your money. I verified it twice. I just don't feel comfortable spending those dollars. Uh. Now, we had a client this week. She says to me, we want to start traveling. I'm retiring. You ready for this? She's 77 years old. She's now retiring, wow. a doctor. Uh. And so her husband says, what are you doing? She says, well, I want to travel, but she says, I have a hard time spending money. And I said, who planted that in your head? And she said, mm-hmm. he did. He says, honey, we've got to save for retirement. And I'm like, are you giving her permission to spend? He says, I've been telling that for five years. Uh. I says, well, why can't you accept what he's telling you now when you accept it back then? And she says, well, I've done that a lot longer saving than <laughs> yeah. I have been about spending. <laughs> yeah. So you have to change your frame of mind, your reference, and saying what you want to do, how you're going to do it, plan it, not just for you and your spouse while you're together, but there's going to be somebody left over. Somebody's going to live beyond the other one. And you have to understand that that can be some real peril because what happens is you're going to lose one of the Social Security benefits you're going to now lose a tax-deductible event because one of you is not there. Mm-hmm. Now that means you're going to take more money out of your accounts to buy that forty-five, dollars $95,000 car, your last one, mm-hmm. and now you're going to be in new higher tax brackets. 
So some clients look at us and say, Gary, I'm, I'm 83 years old. Should I buy a new car? The answer is no, lease. You're not putting 12,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. You don't want that big investment. You can easily pay that from the assets. So let's go ahead and lease that for what you need to, and you don't have to worry about maintenance. Hmm. Right. So sometimes it is good to lease. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. Social Security benefits are set to increase by 5.9%, nearly 6%, for about 70 million Americans next year. Now, this is the largest increase for retirees in nearly 40 years. Sounds like good news for baby boomers, but it's not something that I know all advisors talk about with their clients. So you and the team there at Matson Financial Services, you actually put together this comprehensive plan that not only includes things like your investment dollars, your retirement accounts, but also things like Social Security. You talk about out-of-pocket health care costs, the fun stuff too, vacations, giving goals, especially this time of year. But why do you believe it's essential to include all those different plans for growth, income, and spending for your clients? And yeah, this 5.9% number is is huge. And I can think of several clients where they've been retired for a few years and they're just pulling their Social Security's income. And that's all they need right now. They kept, you know, the house is paid off. They don't have a lot of debt. They're focusing on kids and grandkids. So they're not traveling a lot right now. And what is going to happen is their social security income is going to go above that next taxable line. So right now they're used to only half of their social security being taxable. With this increase next year, 85% of their social security is going to be taxable. It's a difference of about $5,000 in taxes. Well, let's back up just one little step because you hit something very, very true, Gerald, and I want to make sure people understand that. When you get Social Security benefits, there's a threshold that when you go over that threshold, you're now going to pay taxes on those benefits that you're receiving. Mm -hmm. And when we tell this people, sometimes they get quite irate. They said, well, I paid those dollars in taxes. They're taxing me again? Yes, because you're over a certain threshold. Right. Now, the threshold starts at a smaller number, you know, as far as taxes go, but it does cap out that being 85% of your benefits could be a taxable event. So let's just use a round number so you can get this in perspective. $1,000 of income from Social Security being taxed at 85%, that means you're going to pay taxes on $850, mm-hmm. not 85% tax rate, just right. to pay taxes on 85%. Now, you take your Medicare supplemental out of that, you take your Medicare, then you take the taxes, what do you really got left when it comes to Social Security? What does your portfolio have to supply you so you can have the lifestyle you want to without going to other taxable areas? And those are the things that we look at and make sure you're not in peril. Right. It's having those different buckets. It's that tax-free setting up that Roth bucket. So if you need a lump sum, Maybe you are going to take a trip, and if you took it out of an IRA, well, that's going to increase your taxes. Uh, It could increase the taxability on your Social Security that we were just talking about. Take it from the Roth for that lump sum need, and now you can go on your vacation. Here you go. Have a great time, and it doesn't affect your taxes. Mm -hmm. Having a non-qualified bucket, that's that after-tax dollars that are invested where you're only paying taxes on realized gains, capital gains. Stuff that when you buy and sell, that's where the realized gain comes in. So again, having all those different buckets to align with your income plan and as life changes or as your goals change, because we know that's going to happen too, adjusting with that. Yeah, what Gerald's really talking about is what we call at Matson Financial Services, our investing paradigm. 
What that means is having different buckets, Roth IRA, IRA, non-qualified money, savings, and cash. And we want those five buckets for all our clients because they have different opportunities of what's going to happen. And then you have avenues where you can take income without being taxed. Mm -hmm. You have income coming in that we have predictable income. And then when you have those things that you want to do on an extraordinary level, being lump sums or something comes up you didn't expect, that we're not taking those dollars out and pushing you into a new tax rate. So if you really want to know about investing paradigm, ask your advisor, say, tell me the investing paradigm that you use, because I've heard about Matson Financial Services, those five buckets, and see how they're setting that up for you. It gets me uh, a joy, but also cracks me up when people walk in and I start talking about the investing paradigm. Yep, we've heard you on the radio for 10 <laughs> years, and that's what you're talking about. And if you look at all the Google out there, when people talk about us, the number one response is, I wish I would have got to them sooner. Mm -hmm. I wish I wouldn't have waited. So whatever you're thinking about coming up that's holding you back from making that call, put it aside. If it's fear, just understand we're good, normal people, <laughs> um, and we're not going to push you into anything. We're not trying to sell you anything. We're going to educate you. That's why we call the show a mentor. A mentor, again, is somebody that you can go to about anything. You know, we've helped people when it comes to real estate, business holding, selling business, buying businesses, whatever it is that you need help with, you want to have a source that's readily available to cover all those different pieces. Want weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.